Riding through this world All alone God takes your soul You're on your own The crow flies straight A perfect line On the devil's back Until you die Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Crossroads Podcast. It's your boy, the man of a thousand gimmicks, the dustiest man in the game, the diamond in the rough, Diamond Dave. However, you know, on this podcast, I like to go by my shoot. My name's David Malkwich. And uh, it's nice to be back on a regular schedule. If we remember last uh, episode, I had mentioned that it was right before my birthday, my birthday was uh, the day after, June 2nd. It was really good, uneventful, because I was working. I worked Friday, I worked Saturday, I worked Sunday, I worked Monday, and I worked Tuesday. So I didn't really get to do anything too crazy for it. Uh, some of my friends uh, bought me some drinks, nothing too crazy. Uh, I'm 34 years old right now, and like I said, I'm really thankful Um because when I was struggling with substance abuse, there were times that I didn't think that I would live to 27, 28, 29, 30, and now I'm 34. I mean, when I was uh, at my lowest with my substance abuse issues, I uh, had a very sunken look like I was uh, starting to um, see noticeable damage inside my nose. Obviously, I haven't been shy on the fact that my drug of choice was cocaine. Um, I do have a uh, major damage to my nose from that, uh, due to having struggled with substance abuse for the better part of a decade. So, uh, I have holes in my sinuses. I have a hole in my septum. My septum pretty much just doesn't exist anymore. But so, you know, each year, uh, on my birthday and then especially on the anniversary of, uh, the last time that I use cocaine which was um let's see five years it's gonna be six years ago so it would be new year's eve 2017 into 2018 the reason why i know that specifically is because right after the new year um a couple weeks into january was my intake into my drug treatment program through the Nassau County Court in Long Island. Um, I was uh, started off um, five days a week at my program, four groups and one individual. And then as I progressed through the program, they would knock off a day, etc., etc. And then I finally completed my program uh, in January of 2019. I'm actually currently looking at my uh, paperwork from that day, and I see the little medal of completion that they gave me. You know, a nice little tchotchke, so to speak. Nice little uh, token. And uh, 
you know, I'm very happy to say that since I have not uh, used controlled substances, I currently just uh, drink here and there. I still smoke cigarettes, and unfortunately, I'm not ready to quit smoking cigarettes yet. I did try a couple years back when I was uh, dating my ex, but as we all know, um, usually when you couple quitting something like that with a relationship, it doesn't really work because your heart's not fully in it. You're kind of just like doing it to appease the other, to appease the significant other, and it didn't work, and I, I wish it did, but unfortunately, I'm not ready for that yet, and I'm absolutely fine with that. I'm absolutely fine with not being ready yet. I mean, it's an expensive habit. It seems like it's getting more expensive by the month, especially with the... uh regular like with how regular I do smoke I'm pretty I'm pretty much a pack a day smoker obviously you know plus minus depending on uh how I uh what I'm up to like you know if I'm out drinking with friends if I'm just chilling if I'm working or if like how it's been the past couple days kind of just like doing my own thing they uh, cut me down to four days uh, at work. Uh, now I only work Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays, and Mondays. On Friday, I do a double close. I'm usually in at 12.30, and I'm finished leaving the restaurant probably about 2.30 in the morning. And then I have my regular closes that I've discussed on this podcast uh, Friday, I mean, uh, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. I don't work Tuesdays anymore, um, so it's nice having that extra day off. This uh, this was my first week doing it, so it's gonna be take some time getting used to. I I I won't admit I probably have drank a little more than I would like to, so you know it's it's gonna be finding. I talk on this podcast a lot about finding that balance, um, and it'll come. I mean I I've been working the five day a week uh stretch for pretty much the uh pretty much the expanse of my tenure as a server um so it, it it's going to take some getting used to but other than that this past weekend i uh was able to go up to uh upstate new york the binghamton area to go to my cousin's wedding so i had to take saturday and sunday off which is a little difficult for me because saturdays are a big money day for me i did very well on friday um However, my coworker said that Saturday and Sunday this past week wasn't as busy as it usually is. So I, I am thankful to hear that the shifts that I did, in fact, not work were I didn't miss out on much. But still, I mean, especially with the fact that I'm going to Europe again next next month, um, I did just, in fact, buy the uh, flight tickets. I'm trying to bank as much money as I can. Um, it's not going to be too crazy. I'm doing a seven days in Belgium, as I've talked about before. And then me and my friend, we have a glamping camping option at uh, the festival itself. So uh, we're going to be visiting Brussels, which I've 
been to many a time. I've been in Brussels for uh, the Belgian Independence Day. I've been to Antwerp, and that's another city that we're going to. And I believe Antwerp is where they're going to be doing the um, the Belgian journey before we head off to the festival itself. We're also going to Bruges and Ghent. Uh, I've heard very good things about the cities. I've seen pictures, both very beautiful cities. And then we have the festival itself. It's going to be my sixth time attending this festival. Uh, I'm going with one of my best friends from college who actually attended with me my first Tomorrowland in 2015. Um, the only difference between these uh, two times is that time I had a bit like the basic camping option. I honestly... I brought all my camping stuff and I actually, in fact, left all my camping stuff there. And by the time I made it to the shuttle, like people had already like taken down my tent. Like, you know, it was a 10 person tent, but I did not have time to get it packed, packed back up. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm really excited about that. And then, uh, I have more weddings uh, at the end of the summer. I have a wedding in a quinceanera on the same day in September. And then I have a friend's wedding in October down in Maryland. So it's it, it, it's a lot. It's a lot. But um, all these people are d friends from college, uh, coworkers, like the quinceaneras for my coworker's daughter and me and this coworker are very close and it uh it's exciting but then it also like it on the other hand it does get me down cuz like i'll be the first to admit at this current moment i don't have any entanglements i don't have any options so to speak like it's not really something that i'm going out and looking for like i i'm one of those people that you know like to let it happen however you know it, i guess now's not the time so to speak like you know i'm a firm believer and things will happen at their own pace and you know it just gets a little frustrating like it was really nice to see everyone at the wedding like my i even saw my brother and he him and his wife got me a uh, bad bunny wrestling shirt um from backlash uh, I'm, I'm a wrestling fan. This used to be a wrestling podcast and, uh, you know, it's obviously the thought that counts, but also me having rabbits and me being a fan of the product and also a fan of bad bunny himself. It was actually one of the more thoughtful gifts, uh, that I got. So Joe and Lisa, thank you. I almost a hundred percent positive that it was Lisa, uh, and Joe kind of was just like the messenger, but obviously, you know, it's from the two of them. And, uh, my niece and nephew, uh, Maddie and Joey Jr. So it, it it was nice. I I wish that they didn't give it to me at the wedding itself. Like literally, I had this little like gift bag, uh, basically looped around my belt for the for the wedding. So it was kind of cumbersome. But it it, it was nice. The drive uh, to and from wasn't too bad. But I was driving with my dad. So you have to figure, you know, I had to make more stops than I would have liked. But, you know, we made it there and we made it back safely. Obviously, that's all that matters. Um, 
I was a little disappointed with the hotel because I didn't have a shower curtain. Um, and I didn't get a shower curtain until, uh, I checked in on Saturday the 10th. I didn't have a shower curtain until early morning of Sunday the 11th, which I, I kind of think is a, a little obnoxious. Um, when I called and brought it to their attention at first, they said they were going to send one right up. Apparently that's sending it right up that long after. And a lot of people told me like, oh, you should have just showered. Like, you know, their mistake and all that. Yeah, I could have. But if water got everywhere, like my dad is the one that paid for the rooms. So I didn't want a chance that incidental. Like I, it, I didn't want any chance of an incidental. So, you know, it, it sucked. I didn't get a chance to shower uh before the wedding, but I did shower that morning, so I was clean. I just would have liked to, you know, after a long drive, take a shower. But, you know, it, overall, it was nice. But it it, it did kind of get me down at parts because, like, you know, I was there by myself. Like, I was also helping to take care of my dad. Um, And, you know, I, I didn't have, like, you know, anyone to dance with. But, like, it... it very sweet family um the bride it was such a sweetheart her whole family and it, it was nice to see my cousin really happy uh he definitely deserves it and uh i got to see his son his son's like five years old now very very intelligent uh young man which uh very intelligent young man and obviously it's nice to see these uh these kids grow up into you know the adults that they're gonna be and all that etc etc but you know in the back of my mind it, it did get me down and that point there were points in time during the wedding where I just wanted to go home uh you know because I I don't have anyone like you know I'm I'm single like I said no entanglements no nothing and it, it you know obviously at events like weddings and stuff it kind of uh, is more, more whatchamacallit, prominent, so to speak, that, you know, you're single, etc., etc., but obviously, you make do, you make do, um, so yeah, basically, between now and next month, it's just, uh, work, 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 I need to get the rabbits taking care of uh, up to date with their vet appointments because I'm going to be boarding them when I go to Europe and uh, then when I come back from Europe I'm going to have to get them checked out by their primary vets in Long Island and to get uh to get um up to date on their uh vaccines um obviously usually I would do it the other way around where I'd get them taken care of by their primary vets first and then the local vets. However, in order for them to be boarded, they need to be updated with a checkup from the local vets. So obviously that's a pressing matter. And then when I come back, I'd love to be able to take one of my days off and get them both up to date on their vaccines and both checked out by their primary vets. Unfortunately, um, I don't expect it to work like that, 
So I'm fully expecting that I'm going to have to take two separate dates to go uh, to them from Long Island. Uh, one of their vets is in Jericho. The other vet's in Great Neck. Um, so really, it, it turns into a day. Traveling with the rabbits to Long Island. Obviously, with everything going on right now, uh, with the infrastructure... There's usually always traffic on the highways, always. Doesn't matter what time, early in the morning, afternoon, evening, always traffic. And then you couple that with any rush hour traffic or any um, any rush hour traffic or any extenuating circumstances traffic. It, 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 it becomes a long day, but... So I have basically four weeks to bank as much money as possible. Um, and then the other good news is uh, we seem to be moving forward with um, getting me in the position where whenever uh, I we get the okay from um, the higher-ups that I'm going to be training to uh, become a supervisor... The way my manager explained it to me is that I uh, wouldn't be a full-time supervisor, um, kind of like what the other supervisor used to do, but she's uh, basically moving back down to uh, just serving and bartending because she just gave up a really big money-making shift for her, which was uh, the double on Saturdays bartending-wise. So um, what she used to do is uh, she would bartend two days during the week a.m. bartend all day on Saturday and then would uh pick up would uh be asked to pick up certain supervisor shifts but um I'd basically be then doing that but the way it's gonna work is um my man my managers want me to get all my uh, modules for the front of house positions done so I finished my host modules I finished my expo modules i started my bartending and uh car side modules but there's something in the computer that's not letting me continue so i'm waiting for that to be rectified so i can do this and then once once it's rectified and i finish those i'm assuming when i come back from europe i'm going to be uh tapped to uh come off the floor that's going to be the biggest difficulty. The training is a four-week training period. And I will have to, for the extent of that training, just do training. I think it's 50 hours a week for four weeks. Um, so I'll get paid, like, you know, the training rate and all that. But it's it, it's hard when, you know, you get used to the money that you make as a server and then you're not going to for this time period you're not going to be able to make that money so rather than leaving with my money at the end of the shift i'd be getting my paychecks every two weeks um so basically it's going to require a little more frugality with my money during that uh time frame so obviously during that time frame i'd uh you know keep it uh Keep it under control, so to speak. So during that time period, I probably won't be getting any new tattoos. 
during that time period, I'm probably not going to be like, you know, treating myself, so to speak. But, uh, you know, it, it, it's good. Like I, I mentioned in the past, um, asking a bunch of, uh, other workers from other branches who come to our store to train, like what their reasoning for going into it was. And a lot of them kind of give me a similar answer. And that answer is they're setting themselves up for their future. And obviously, I don't want to serve the rest of my life. I would, if the opportunity arises, to move up into supervisor or manager. And this is how I'm going to do it. So obviously, it's going to take some getting used to in the interim. But the fact that, you know, I am being considered for this and that, you know, I have the support of, you know, my managerial staff. Uh, I work with a, I, I work with a great group of uh, managers and, you know, great group of uh, co-workers. So it, it does mean a lot that I have this opportunity. So now it's just a matter of when the opportunity gets put into motion. And the way it's looking, it's looking like uh, when I come back from Europe. So that's something to look forward to. Um, so overall, right now, I'd say my mental health state, uh, you know, I like to do these mental health checks on these episodes. I, I, I like to say that I feel like I'm in a good position mentally right now. Um, you know, knock on wood, like very thankful to be where I'm at. Um, very thankful to be, uh, healthy. I am just getting over, you know. A little bit of being under the weather, but nothing too crazy. Um, you know, and just doing my thing. Like, it's, it's not easy. It, but then, you know, you've heard the saying, nothing worth having ever comes easy. Um, so I kind of adopt that as a, uh, you know, as a marker so to speak, like, I don't expect anything to be given to me, you know, on a silver platter. I've never been one of those, like, you know, silver platter kids where, you know, I just wanted, like, signed, sealed, delivered, gift wrapped with a nice bow, so to speak. Obviously, if you work for something, you'll have more of a respect for it because you know what it took and you, you'll know what it took you to get there, like what you had to go through to be in that position. And I mean, you know, I kind of started this uh, podcast off talking about like the substance abuse issues, but, you know, when I was going through it and even like early on in my uh, recovery or my sobriety from controlled substances, you know, I, I thought that I pretty much had a lot of my a lot of doors closed to me because of the decisions I made because of the, you know, legal ramica- legal ramifications of my actions. Um, I've mentioned on past podcasts, I still not certain about my, uh, status about going to Canada. I'm not sure if I have to wait for the 10 year period or if, 
since I finished my program and I don't really don't even know the status about the first one from 2015. So I don't know if those are active and would um, prevent me from going into Canada. And obviously the last thing I would want to do is go with my dad only to be uh, only to be um, turned away at the border. <clears throat> so I, I need to probably meet with an immigration lawyer. Um, but I find it hilarious that, you know, Canada's like that. And apparently Japan is as well. And I've always wanted to go to Japan to, uh, you know, go to one of the New Japan uh, pro wrestling uh, big events like Tokyo Dome, Wrestle Kingdom, or uh, Dominion in Osaka, or, uh, you know, Sakura Genesis, like any of those events. I've always wanted to go to one of the events in Japan. Um, so, yeah, but it's the what I was getting at with uh, it being funny is the fact that I've been able to go to Belgium, Budapest, Amsterdam, so Belgium, Hungary, Netherlands, France, Spain. Yeah, I've I've had no. Oh, I've even been able to go to Denmark. So it's it, it's kind of I find it a little ironic that Canada and Japan are the ones that I'm a little struggling to find out whether I can or can't go to. But I do hope to uh, have that figured out sometime in the near future. But other than that, I, I would like to say I'm uh, I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well, and that's all that matters. Uh, so yeah, let's get into the tail end of this podcast, and let's go through socials. You can find me on uh, Facebook, David Malkowich, M-A. L-K-I-E-W-I-C-H. But as I say every time, if you do friend me on Facebook, please, please, please just drop me a message and let me know it's you because I do have my profile um, private. And yeah, I do. So please, if you're going to follow me, just shoot me a message first. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can follow me at the wonderful account that I share with my rabbits. D R E W dot A N D dot J U N I P E R dot C H R O N I C L E S. And you can find me on Twitter at I N D I E underscore D U S T Y D A V E. Unfortunately, I still am having trouble with both uh, my personal. Instagram account because it was hacked and both uh, accounts for the crossroads. I'm not sure what's going on. So I'm most likely going to have to make a new one. But until next time, just remember there are a couple of hashtags that we like to uh, showcase on this podcast. First things first, hashtag pop is life. Hashtag next level pop. Hashtag make it pop. And then, of course, the most important one for this podcast. Hashtag TikTok 
do the work. And if you like what you hear on this podcast, please subscribe if you can. You could subscribe to our network, the Fourth Wall Pop Network. Any money from subscriptions goes right back into the network to continue to give you the shows and the content that you want to hear. Until next time, take care of yourselves. Have a good night.